Yeah. Oh my god, we're burning alive! Alright, I should smack you in the mouth! No, I can't feel my leg! Man! With Dan and Ryan, it's Walk the Line. Yeah! Okay, everybody, welcome to episode 17. Yeah, 17 of Walk the Line. My name is Dan Cryer, coming to you from Impact 89 FM, Impact Sports here at Michigan State University. And sitting leisurely to my left is my very, very good friend, Ryan Smith. Ryan, say hello to everybody. All right, thanks for the lovely intro, Dan. It's good to be back on the show this week. How are you? Feeling good. Like uh, we've gone through some weather changes. It went from snow to ice back to snow. It's nasty, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's tough getting from class to class, but uh, it's nice and warm here in the studio. So you know that the weather is pretty bad when you go. Oh, good. There's snow on top of the ice that will allow me to not slip or something. I don't know. Or even this week, it warmed up for one or two days, and I saw grass, and I didn't think <laughs> I would see that until May. So. Oh my goodness. And it is funny. I mean, we're we're in a period of transition kind of here at Walk the Line. This week, we are going to talk about, we're going to recap the divisional playoff games, and then we're going to get into the conference championship football games. Yeah, and you had a great week last week, so. Yeah, feeling good. And before we get into football, I, you know, I, I everybody there knows and Michigan State University has a really good basketball team, so we are we are really playing well in basketball. We're up to four in the rankings. So Things are rolling. It's, it's basketball season, yeah, it's, kind of. It's MSU's best 16-game start since they won it. And wow. I won, so wow, and yeah, I want to give that's pretty interesting. I want to give the proper props to Ryan Smith over here because I've I've now in one week I've seen him play two basketball games. So it's Uh-oh. basketball. Season. This guy can play basketball. This guy has has eyes in the back of his head. He's one of the best passers I've ever seen. So Ryan, like, are you are you a pass first, score second guy? Because he can score. He can hit the J. He can go in. But like, where did you get the passing skills hey, from? Man? Whatever needs to get done, but. If you guys think this is a job for us, after the game, Dan comes. Yeah, you guys are about my. You guys are minus five and a half. Or you guys are plus five and a half coming in the game. Money line about one sixty. Isn't that great? So, so Dan's even putting lines on the on the intramural basketball right. games. It's it's a lifestyle. Right. Ryan, yeah, Ryan's team won by six, and they were they were actually underdogs in my mind going into that game because Ryan's they had some had on, big boys, and Ryan's team, team dominated. Ryan had some really really killer passes, and then with his other team, man, they went off. And we got to give props to Kyle. Okay. Kyle. What's Kyle's last name? Corey. Kyle Corey. This dude went off last night for 21 in the second half. If we had a a sizzle button on the keyboard, we'd give it to him. I I was telling Dan, I had had an open three there in the second half, and just out of the corner of my eye, I saw Kyle's little red shorts flash by. Uh (laughs) In the middle of the game, I go, got to hit the hot hand, and I pass it to him. Yep. And he shot a rainbow three and one. And one on a three. And the guy's so hot. When he walked home, I talked about slipping. The the ice was melting underneath his feet when he walked home yesterday. Because what, he had 20 in the second half? Yeah, 21 points I counted in the second half. So way to go, Kyle. That was props. And this guy, Ryan Smith, I'm going to say it again. This guy can play ball. This guy can hoop. This guy can pass. So I'm looking forward to seeing your your IM progression. And and here at Walk the Line, we are going to, you know, start to transition into basketball. You know, we got, we got, uh, officially, we got three more NFL games to talk about this season. So um, I guess Ryan, do you want to let's let's recap last week then? I'll just say I've enjoyed watching the NFL this year, but picking it has not been fun. So go ahead and sure. recap last and week, and I'll give you a round of applause. Yeah, like I I'm gonna say that you I'm I'm gonna just go through this and say yeah. that I do. I'm gonna scoot the mic down just a, a second and look closer here. But here we go. 
Okay, the first game was on Saturday. It was between the New Orleans Saints and the Seattle uh, Seahawks, and it was in Seattle. Seattle was Were you about to say Supersonics? I was going to say Supersonics. It's funny. <laughs> I was going to say Mariners or something. See, talking about transitioning to other sports, it's making my brain click. I'm like, hey, Robinson Cano had five hits. No way. <laughs> so the thing was, it's an eight-point spread, and this is what I love about walk the line. This is what I love about the lines. You're like, well, eight points is a weird spread. Well, lo and behold, at the end of all the game, after New Orleans was down big, they scored a couple touchdowns, and they had a chance at the end, which was just weird. They did some stupid play where the guy, Colston, could have got out of bounds, but instead he tried some trickery play. They could have had a Hail Mary. Did not happen. They lost 23-15, to so it was a complete push. And I was talking smack to you the whole game because I had Seattle yeah, and they were whooping New them. Orleans. I was like, yeah. It was 16 nothing at like, halftime. It's going to be a good start to the day for me. And mm-mm. Yep, yep. It was funny because we were we were working the Minnesota basketball game and uh, and following the first you were, half. And you were texting me and I kept, I was working, but I kept checking my phone. It was like phone. 6 nothing. We were doing the press conference. It was and like it 6 nothing, 13 yeah. nothing, 16 nothing. And I was starting to get real cocky. And then all of a sudden I looked down <laughs> and I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Well, to, to recap what Ryan and I picked, and we also had a, a friend of ours, Erin Elke. She works here at Impact 89FM. She came in to pick, so she was the control group. But for, for this first game, I said that Seattle would win and not cover. So I had Seattle winning 23-17, staying under. Ryan said Seattle would cover and stay under. So we were both right by the, the under. And then Erin said Seattle would win 23-18. So she was super close uh, and, and stay under. So we all had an idea. Seattle really has a good defense. And it was tough to play. It was a rainy day. You know, it was just one of those weather days in Seattle. So, but here's the funny part. It's a push. And I do want to say, Ryan picked Seattle just so because to see who's more correct between Ryan and me. Ryan picked Seattle to win by 10. I picked Seattle to win by 6. Meet me in the middle. Cut they cut it up. It, they won by eight. So total, I'm giving Ryan a pound on that one. We it, we we triangulated that. Are, one. are we bringing this up now? Even after the game, we were talking about the spreads for this week. Yes. You <laughs> yes. And so it's funny because then after to, when San Francisco beat Carolina, I texted Ryan. I said, "What do you think?" I said, "I'm thinking, uh, you know, you Seattle minus two and, two and a half." And I said four, four and, and a half. half. And then we, we'll talk about it in a little bit. Seattle ended up at three and a half. So Seattle's minus three and a half. So yes, we're we're getting it. That's the part that I'm liking. We're predicting the predicted. <laughs> so this is where you're really going into the wormhole here with Walk the Line. So, okay, so then the second – so congratulations, Seattle, and they'll be hosting San Francisco. The second game, I I was correct about one thing, but not – I didn't think it was going to be so high scoring. So it was, it was Indianapolis going into New England. Indianapolis was getting seven points as an underdog. And really, New England just dominated with LeGarrette Blunt. I mean, have you seen him run that well in his whole career? That game was so frustrating to watch. It just Indy forgot to show up and – yeah, we we both don't like watching New England win. So I was even as a from a fan point, I was just pulling for right. Indy, and they just it just was right. never there. And it just went it went over quick. There was a pick six early in the game, and it, I did not see New England scoring that many points. They've struggled offensively at times this year, especially yeah. against lesser opponents. So I thought maybe the Colts could go in there, and yeah, we we were walking and holding actually that day. And I go, Dan, I th- I think the Colts can even steal a win. Forget the seven points, mm-hmm. and man, how, well, boy, was I wrong yeah, about 43, that? Yeah, forty three twenty two, because and then and blunt. He broke off a run at the end for like 60, 70 yards. I mean, Indianapolis. I don't. I'm not saying they gave up. They just got pounded on the ground. They did. And they couldn't stop the Blunt, run. Is he even their first running back? Don't they have three? Or, I mean, I guess Ridley he is now. And Blunt yeah. and all those guys. Yep. So that 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 was good. So the picks that Ryan and I made. I said 30 to 20 with New England covering. So I got that right. Ryan thought it'd be closer, 20 to 17. So we both kept it under. We were wrong about that. But I did. did I even pick Indy to win? Or no, you I had New England, England. 23, 20 to 17. And then Aaron Elke came in and said 28, 21, which is funny because it was seven. So I thought that was adorable. That she, she picked because you can't you can't pick the push. So, so it's funny we we have a push and then we she picked the push. But she was right. She was incorrect about the 
over-under. So that game, like Ryan's saying, NFL, hard to pick, even if you have no idea what you're doing. Okay, now let's move to Sunday. Here's a game that all of us, even Aaron, picked correctly. It was San Francisco minus one at Carolina, and that game was bouncing back. So Carol- or San Francisco was like a one-point dog at one point. It just kept going back and forth. I mean, and San Francisco went in and did what they had to do. By the time game rolled around, I think we both had money line on that one. Oh, yeah. And Ryan pointed out last week's episode that Cam Newton was getting a little cocky. I mean, he was walking around town, and he, like, strutting around and yeah, feeling good. they didn't even good. play a playoff game yet. you got to win it. And that that's why Kaepernick really made my eyes open when he beat Aaron Rodgers two weeks ago. I was like, dude, this guy is for real. He, he does it. He gets it. it done. And he and I think it was even in the third quarter, man. He, he just felt it was coming because he scored a touchdown, and he did the Cam Newton. Oh, I know. He pulled his, the Superman. And they just did it. And they look, and Anquan Bolden made. So the final score was San Francisco 23-10. And, and I think Carolina was up 10-7 to 7 or something or yeah. at some point. San Francisco didn't allow a point in the second half. Well, that, I mean, and that's pretty bold doing that in the third quarter because it's it's cheap if you do it when the game's already over. You can, oh, he did it in Kaepernick the third quarter. Totally he bold. was totally yeah. bold. Yeah, and the over-under was 42. So I said it was going to be 17-13. So I was right about the spread and the under. Yeah. Ryan thought it would be higher scoring because of the nice weather. But boy, that San Francisco defense is good. So Ryan had 31-27. He had San Francisco winning. And then Aaron said 26-22 San Francisco. So, you know, I think maybe we mentally convinced her. But boy, I'm I'm impressed and I can't wait for Sunday Sunday's game between San Francisco and Seattle. I mean, that's those are the two best teams in the NFC. I wish I could five. watch. Yeah, oh, poor Ryan. Poor Ryan's going to have to be working a basketball game, but I will be texting him. I'll be literally. out of there for the second half. All right, what, time, what time's the game Sunday? 6.30 p.m. Women's game's at 5. It'll All right, be over you by know where to go. It'll, it'll be over by 7. I'm inviting be, Ryan over to watch. I'll be out of there by 7.30. Okay, we got plans. And you're going to have a glass of milk waiting for That's me. That's right, exactly. Milk and cookies. That's all we drink. Okay, so now, you next. Drink, you drink cookies? No, I don't drink cookies. Don't drink, mm-hmm. dude. Okay, <laughs> that would be horrible. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's see. The final game of the weekend last week was the night game that I didn't really watch much of. I had it on on my laptop computer. I was doing some work in my office. It was San Diego Chargers at Denver. San Diego was getting 9.5 as underdogs. The owner, over-under was 54.5. And I think I convinced Ryan, I don't know. I just figured Denver, I, I say over, 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 over. The game was very low scoring for right these two from teams. The start, yeah, it just nobody could get in, and and it was Man- a boring game overall. Yeah, Manning threw a pick six in the end zone when they could have gone up like twenty one nothing or something. Yeah, there were so many little things. San Diego missed a field goal yep. to start the game, yep. and then I thought Denver to end the half they were going down and it hit. I think it was Welker. It hit him in the shoulder pad and then a pick. So then now you're taking seven off, and yep. then Denver was getting the ball to start the second half. Yep, and nothing. I, re- I yeah. really feel like if Denver would have scored there. Then they would have come out, scored again to start the second half, game over, and then it just turns into a right. and it score, wasn't, score, score. The fourth quarter was when the barrage happened. Rivers woke up, and then San Diego went and cut it to 24-17, but they couldn't get the ball back. There, that there late. They got an onside a kick. It was 20, yeah. we, we needed overtime at that point. Yeah. I think we had mathematically figured out. But Now, spread-wise, I would like to finish off by saying that I had the final scores 34-27 Denver winning. So I had San Diego covering those 9.5. Ryan... Same total at 61, so we were both wrong about that. He had 37-24 for Denver. And then Aaron said 27-24 Denver. So she was right about both. Way to go Way to go there, random guesser. So, But I'm pretty happy with myself. I was 3-for-3 three three with that push on the spread. I was 2-for-4 uh, over I'll give, you, I'll give you a quick clap. You deserve it. That was a great week doing it, was, it in the playoffs. That's, and this is really – there is something weird about when the playoffs go. You know, when you say, why do people go put so much on the Super Bowl and stuff like that? It's because you really zero down on those yeah. final teams. So that's why I'm feeling good about and that. 
and this. that's why I'm excited to talk about these today because yeah. we've really all season long have felt like it was Denver and Seattle were the two best teams. So now I'm interested interested to see how you pick sure. today. Okay. Well then and so since I went I won't even bring up Ryan Ryan had a couple right there here and there. So <laughs> cool. And good for Aaron Elke. She was two for two on her picks with spread because she picked one push and one did push. And she was two for three for the over under. So that's funny because you you could close your eye. That's the one gift you have of walk the line. When we have someone on as a guest, they don't know what they're talking about. They're going to do great. It's all. Can we just know? blame it on beginner's luck to make ourselves feel better yeah, about it? Or yeah, no? yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it was cool. It was funny. Like I enjoyed talking to her about it. So it's it's funny to see people processing something that they really don't know because it's the lingo between you and me. We're always just you know, hey dude, it's what is the money line one twenty five and then oh it moved from five and a half to. Five, da, 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 da. It's so funny to talk to other people because, you know, but once they get hooked, man, you know. They, even at work, we're, we're starting to teach him people and Jared's been walking That's in. right. I yep. want you guys to help me. <laughs> uh-huh. like he's trying to I'm get in on you, it. I'm telling you, it's just, and I know that there's, it's very popular. And even, you know, Lynn Henning was at the game. He's a very, um, you know, very, very well-respected uh, sports writer for the Detroit News. And I was talking to him about our show and uh, he was telling me to, you know, check out that they do put in the lines they put in oh, yeah. with their sports writing. So it's really starting to go, man, into more public sphere yeah even, the open. In, even in the minnesota game michigan state was minus 11 and a half and mm-hmm. they won by 12 in overtime and oh i know it, at least two of the writers that i saw uh-huh. from michigan state put in that in their article that michigan state covered the 11 and a half in overtime <laughs> that killed so it, me man it i had minnesota yeah part of the conversation yeah and the overtime pushed the game over too and i know you had the under in that one right i could see your your face getting red because I, I sit up a little higher than Dan. Yeah, he's and and I had the over, and so as the game's going, yeah, he's on, watching me on the court side. I'm, I'm just going, no way, no way. And after the first half, you would have thought, yeah, no way, because we were down ten. Over. Yeah, and so so the the cool the reason that Ryan and I enjoy this conversation so much is because I don't think there's anything wrong with discussing the betting lines. We're we're just discussing who's more right. correct about the future it's the same thing that goes with the economics and stock markets and things we're predicting we're analyzing and predicting the future i mean mean, we're trying our best anyone who watched two nfl games this year could have told you that denver would most likely win against san diego at home anyone can pick that yes can you pick the spread is that and that makes the game more interesting and it was a boring game and yeah san diego had a chance but they didn't really have a chance Mm -hmm. but for us the whole game was a chance right and it's it's huge so it really adds this extra dimension that if you know it and i don't think it's i think the casual sports fan once they get more educated on what and when you say they're getting seven and a half on the road now you know you you know that means they're underdog they're getting points they're giving up seven so it's i I feel like we're educating but really this is the way of the future that's going to come more mainstream and i'm feeling really good about this how else are you supposed to watch sienna iona on friday night that's right or last night can you imagine that i'm getting angry because east carolina didn't win against like a five (laughs) and four Team Niagara team or whatever. I'm sitting here going, and I was like, I need Arizona to kill Arizona State. I could care less about this. Or last night I had uh, Aaron Kraft minus three and a half against uh, uh, Minnesota. The one person, and you know what? M- respect to Aaron Kraft. I just don't no like watching. You. I just don't like watching you. I don't like that you dive after the the buzzards. And you're just, scrappy. You're going to be a great coach. But I'm even though I can't stand you. Okay, Ryan, just maybe do it. I can't stand you. But I had you minus three and a half last night, and you broke my heart because you lost. I, what I don't understand. Understand yeah. is they're down ten at one point as yeah. the game's running out, and they're talking about Ohio State. And you know, I'm with my roommates, <laughs> and we're all looking around. We're like, they're Minnesota losing. is up ten right. against the team that was just number four in the country. Yep, three get, losses get, in a row, and getting no love mm-hmm. at all. They're, they'll always talk about why Ohio State did or didn't, but 
Yeah, they, they didn't give Minnesota a lick of credit. Yep. So and pretty, pretty and frustrating. To finish off, the, just to get, before we get into, because I love talking basketball, and this is where we're this is a preamble to our walk the line basketball. Yeah, we're starting talk. the transition. Michigan State was minus uh, eleven or twelve at Northwestern the other day because Payne wasn't playing. But I I said, man, in my mind, I I was saying before the spreads came out, Michigan State minus twelve and a half. So I I said, I think Michigan State. I'm gonna take them. Felt real strong about it, and they won fifty four to forty. So who cares that it's low scoring? They covered that twelve and a half. I mean, they d- dominated defensively. Harris looked good when he needed to and Appling will give you the buckets and you know we're just an athletic team so Michigan State's looking real real nice going into this mid mid area of the season as the Big Ten gets going I'm going to bite my tongue or else we'll talk about basketball for the I next know. half hour so let's, yeah. let's get okay, on cool. football and, let's move it on Okay, now I'm just itching for some uh, basketball I mean we're, we love it and that's the beauty of just the lines is that every day it's 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 awesome like someone's calling it an affliction but it's every day there's something to look for to see oh Oh, okay. All right. Minus six. All right. There's great That's games strange. every night. Yeah. Now we're getting into yeah. some conference play. Hey, Ryan's talking about Golden State over two and two two oh three and a half tonight against Oklahoma City. So it there will never ever. We're not it, saying. We're just saying. We're just saying. <laughs> right. Okay. So now these two games are on Sunday in the NFL. It's the conference championships. It's going to be Sunday, January nineteenth. The first game, which uh, begins at three p.m. Eastern, so that'll be one p.m. Mountain Time, is in Denver, Colorado. It's the New England Patriots and Bill Bill trick and Tom Brady taking the show into Denver they're going to try to make what would be their 7th no, yeah it would be their 7th super no 6th super bowl cuz they've been they've won 3 they won those first 3 then the giants cleaned them out for 2 even though there's one but haha you lost 2 so they're going in as 5 and a half point underdogs so Denver minus 5 it's a over under 56 and it's going to be 56 degrees and sunny in Denver so at a 1 p.m. kickoff local time I'm just going to I'm going to let Ryan talk here for a second but over under 56 man they better get some points cuz I'm taking the over yeah, going off what you said, these two teams rank first and third in the NFL in points scored. Denver at 38 a game and New England at 28 a game. So yeah. even just on averages alone, it's you like this game to be over. Yeah. And now you're talking, man, maybe this thing gets into a shootout. Brady says, watch this, Manning. Yep. Manning says, you know, watch this, Brady, or Audible and all that kind of stuff. Sure, Omaha. No. and Omaha, <laughs> Omaha, Omaha, Papa John, Papa John. Yeah, so initially, you sure. know, without even a score popping into my head, I, I do like this game to be over in playoff time the weather always does play a factor but like you said 58 and sunny that it's beautiful i mean i'll take 58 points and sunny i mean so i like (laughs) now ryan just to remember the game it was a sunday night game what was it 31 to nothing or something like that let me me pull up the score because i have these it was the game where where i know even i remember at the time ryan had denver and i was i i don't think i was i think i was only in on the over in that game and New England, Denver did not score to finish the first half. And I was like, let's go points, because I think it was going to make it like 31 to nothing. New England then just stormed out of the gate. I think it was 24 nothing, uh, is what I'm guessing. New England stormed out yeah, of the gate. 24 nothing mm-hmm. at halftime. And then New England put up 21 in the third quarter okay. to Denver 0. And then it was 10 7 in the fourth quarter and 3 0 in overtime. New England won 34 31. Wow. And that, that I know that I remember saying that was the biggest halftime comeback for Brady and things like that. So that's going to be on Denver's mind. And we're starting to see that a little more from Denver. We saw it last week with San Diego starting to come back. So mm-hmm. are they just mentally lapsing? Do they get tired and worn down over the course of the game? That's going to be interesting to. Well, if, if I may, then I'm going to go in on this and say because of what Ryan just brought up with Denver, there there's some mental issues that I think are going to be coming mm-hmm. to light during this game, and that's why I'm going to tell you right now I like the over and I like New England's five and a half. Like, 
I just think that Tom Brady, I, I don't want him to win. I don't want him to go to the Super Bowl again. I don't want to have to sit through another Super Bowl with his face. But I will really, really like them to keep it close. It'll be a fun game. Maybe take it to overtime or just maybe maybe Peyton Manning will have to go on a touchdown drive. Are you going as far to say they'll win? No. New England's no. not going to win. I think Denver's going to have some issues, and then at the end, they're going to pull it out. But... Man, because if you think back to last year, losing that game to the Ravens, just crushing, and they really almost slipped last week. They gave up an onside kick, and then De- and then San Diego kicked it deep or something. They went with like a pooch deep kick. Well, they thing, they so. tried one of those in between yeah, kicks. Yeah, you where gotta they go just, for it. But. So I'm so I'm gonna say on my score, I'm gonna say uh, Ryan said 34-31 was the other one. I'm gonna go 35-31. Denver wins with Man. maybe a last second touchdown by Peyton Manning. Would they'll be down 31-28, and so they'll say, "Oh, just get him in the field goal range." Boom! Welker catches a pass. 35-31. Denver's going to Super Bowl 48. So that's my pick. It really angers me that it is January and we're still talking about the Patriots all year long. I know. I've hated picking either for them or against them. Uh-huh. Just whatever I do, they do the opposite. <laughs> and, man, all year they they just barely find ways to win, and it's always ugly, and that just makes me even more mad. They beat the Bills <laughs> by two, the Jets by three. What was the Texans game? Because I remember I was eating lunch, and I was thinking about it. I said, man, they're like minus 14 or something, and the, it was yeah, like they, they won, were losing they won, to the Texans. They the won whole, 34-31 to the Texans. And they were losing okay. the whole game, but they, they pulled it out They the beat end. the Browns by one. Uh-huh. They lost to the Dolphins. <laughs> So it, this Patriots team is just driving me crazy this yep. year, and I don't want them to win. Like no. you said, I can't stand no more. another Tom Brady Super Bowl. Yeah. But it, it's got to be Belichick, and he, he must just – Brady said when it's all sure. said and done, he'll go down as one of the – He's up the there. Best he's coach. And, I don't think he's the best, but he's up there. But, I mean, how can you argue that he is He's a consistent dude. That's what he's I mean, and he just keeps getting back. 15 straight and, years almost. And it doesn't matter who's on the team. As long as he has Brady – well, that matters, though. But I'm I saying, mean, but yeah, it, it's sure. one, you know, they say one guy doesn't make a team, and I think in this situation, this pair makes the whole team for it's true. an entire decade. Yep. And it's... Well, that's the beauty of the game, too, because Peyton Manning, like we, when we joke about Omaha, I mean, Ryan, ta- Ryan and I were talking before the show today, I mean, he just runs the game like a chess match. He'll say, Omaha, he'll say, look, there's 55, 55, 55, keep it up. It's like watching Brady and Manning. These are this is really really great that we're being treated to this because these are wizards on the field. They 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 are head coaches if they want to be at any point in their career after they're done playing. So definitely, I they, mean they're just brilliant minds of the game, and they the game really slows down for them. And mm-hmm. you know Manning's running that the play clock down to five, four, three every time, and he's making last second adjustments sure. and. There, one of the touchdowns last week, he it was under ten, and he made one quick adjustment, and he just rolled left and made a quick, yep. quick screen. You know what's pass funny about last week? Austin Collie caught a pass for <clears throat> for Tom Brady, you know, because he's on the Patriots now. He used to be on the Colts, but it that I once you play one snap with the Patriots, you my mind goes, oh my gosh, that guy plays because yep. I'm like, of course he plays with the Patriots, yeah, because you you just get open and you get a pass to you, so it doesn't matter who Brady gets, like they have a good scheme, you get passes, so. I went 35-31 Denver. What do you got for me? 37-30 Denver. 37-30. Yep. So they're covering. They are going to cover, and the game is going to go over. Wow. So this is an interesting one because Ryan's been picking Denver to cover a lot this season, and I haven't seen it. So that's – I mean, Denver really has been keeping games closer than they need to. They haven't really blown up a team, and I haven't seen – I don't see anything that's going to think that – now, how do you see getting the 37-30? Like, do you think they're going to be up, or do they score a late touchdown? I th- you know I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be the opposite of what we've seen. I think it's going to be close early and maybe okay. maybe Manning can score 
two quick touchdowns or something or mm. get get 10 quick points midway through the fourth quarter and hopefully they can just hold off. I mean, Brady always does his magic and yeah. maybe he just runs out in the fourth quarter on Sunday. Okay. All right. Well, that's going to be one to just to enjoy from a let's hope the Patriots don't win standpoint. I just think both these teams are such quick hitters that yeah. the over makes sense because even if it is like a San Diego, the San Diego game where it starts off slow, yeah. Brady has a is better at Rivers than turning it on quick. And we saw Rivers do it, and yeah. they put quick points, but it was too little too late. Yeah. And in this game, I think even if it's you know mm-hmm. the teens and low 20s going into the fourth quarter, I think you could see a 30-point fourth quarter maybe. It's possible. Was, so. It's possible. And the 56 seems very low. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- this game could be 28 all going into overtime we were or something. thinking like 63, 62. Yeah, something yeah, there. I was so. thinking 64. Definitely. So, hey, like, but that, that's what I'm looking for. And I looked at the weather. It's fit perfect, perfect weather. Okay, so that's one of two for the weekend. So we'll see from the AFC. And we've been saying from way back in October or even September when we were doing shows, we were saying, look, Denver's going to play Seattle. So we're going to see. So this is what's funny now because now the second game begins at 6.30 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. It's in Seattle. The weather's going to be 40. 8 degrees and partly cloudy, barely cloudy. And what time is that in Seattle? What is that? That'll be 3.30. 3.30. Okay, so, so both okay. these games are basically day games. I mean, the the, the sun's starting to set about 6.15 now this time of year. So um, Seattle is minus 3.5 at home. And I think Seattle's going to win, and I'm not going to give a score yet, because the over-under is 39.5. It's a very, very low o- over-under. But Seattle's minus 3.5, and, and I'm just, I keep thinking of Kaepernick. I mean, this guy just makes, even his photographs the day after the, the, the game, when I saw some photographs of him just with his pose when he's pa- yeah. passing, he looks like a good football player. He's man. a winner. This He's guy is figuring something out. I don't know, man. It's And they're starting not I mean, early in the year they kinda were giving him the RG three. Well, we don't want him to run as much as he did last <laughs> year. Well now that it's winter go home, they don't care how they much don't that care. Do. He's and I said it last week, he needs to run every just other go, play. He loves and to he left. does. Oh, and it's go up. left and cut in just on that touchdown. I mean the defender didn't know if he was gonna keep going to the sideline and he just cut in and he went whoop and then he got in the end zone. He's so. good. I mean, and the thing is, I have a very good friend of mine. His name's Bill Southern. He lives in Eastern Washington, and he always says he's a. Th- that's where Washington State is, because uh, the University of Washington Huskies more Seattle based. And um, you know, he always says they they're gonna coog it up. That's that's what they say. You know, we're Cub. Ryan and I know the Cubs pretty well. Coog it up. But he that's always awesome. says he says they're gonna coog it up, man. He was telling me last week. He goes, I thought they're. He's like, Dan, I thought they were gonna coog it up, because uh, he 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 lived through you know a few years ago Super Bowl forty, I think it was. <laughs> So when when um, Pittsburgh played Seattle, I'm pretty sure that was Super Bowl XL. I'm trying to yep, remember back. That was XL. And so Seattle, they kind of unexpectedly got there. So that was like icing the cake. But no, XL was Arizona, wasn't it? I can't, I think that was XL three. Oh. Whatever. Right, right, exactly. The the thing, yeah, we don't, who knows? But the thing is, Seattle has been the favorite all season. They were thirteen three, home with advantage. So I know there's some worry just in the Seattle fan base going into this game. So. I was looking at it other than in week 16 when they lost to Arizona at home, yeah. which I think they had already secured Pretty home much. field by then. I, anyways, their last loss at home was December 24th, 2011 to San Fran, Wow! and the starting quarterback was Tavares Jackson. So I think right. this, Russell Wilson's they big time. do not lose at home, and and when they did lose, I saw a stat that was hit. That was Russell Wilson's first loss at home as a starting quarterback since he was at NC State. Wow! So he never lost at home at Wisconsin, and then up until that point of his pro career, right? And Seattle is it's just such a tough place to play. And they 
It's amazing. They had an earthquake under their stadium on the Marshawn Lynch Road. Right, I was just going to bring up Lynch. That was, and they, they do. They have the complete package, it Th- seems They got like. Lynch. I mean, Lynch, is, Lynch, he seems like he's been in the league for years and years and years. He was a 12th pick by the Buffalo Bills in the 2007 draft, and then he, I'm, he's always been regarded as a good player. He was really good at the Cal- – he's from Oakland. He went to Cal Berkeley. He was good there. The guy is a beast. He just keeps getting bigger and stronger beast and mode. faster. And so you're saying, "Oh my goodness!" Like this is a these these four quarterbacks that we're seeing. So we got Brady. He's got three three Super Bowl championships. Man, he's got one. Can he get one for the for the Broncos? We got Kaepernick was so close last year, and he's he's got such a long career ahead of him. And now Russell Wilson is just a baller. That guy is awesome. So I like how contrasting these two games are. You yeah, offense on one side, it big the deep. first and third offense mm-hmm. scoring mm-hmm. wise on one side, and these two teams first and third in defense, and then and then you have the Perfect. two you have the two young quarterbacks, and then the it's, two wily old veterans. And it, this is really cool it is, for NFL. It, it's storyline has all, it's all coming together, and you couldn't have asked. For a better Final Four, I no. think if you're the NFL and you're really happy with where the season is yep, headed. Yep, and so other than New York, for so the Super I Bowl. picked. <laughs> I perked. I picked first. I perked. I perked faced. I picked first for the last game, and I would like you to go. So it's it's Seattle minus three and a half. It's over under of thirty nine and a half. I mentally know a score in my mind, so I want you to tell me what you think. Well, I mean, we talk about the defense, and nineteen points doesn't seem like a lot, especially now in the NFL. And that's what San Fran scored in Week fourteen, and that was the most since Week eleven. Week eleven on. Mm-hmm. Seattle didn't give up any more than 19 points, and it was to Seattle. So right. Seattle to is, San Fran in the in Candles. Yeah, yep. no, no, that was yeah, yeah. It was when they played San Fran. But I'm just saying Seattle doesn't give up. No, you know if I go to their schedule, they, went up, they gave up if 15 I go to, their to schedule Drew Brees. Here, yeah, sure, yeah, they go gave for up, it. They gave up seven, and then 19 to the Niners. Yeah, zero, 17, nine, 10, 10, 10. So wow. they just they don't give up points, no. especially at home. I know. So we're we're already talking under. under. Here. We're both thinking under because what it's thirty nine. You said uh huh. And there's that even look seems. at last week twenty three fifteen. That seems like a lot of points, but do I mean just when you're talking about Seattle here, that's thirty eight points. I mean, so th- these guys are really really good. They got Sherman. They got Earl Thomas. It's just. But it, it's so tough for me to pick against Kaepernick, and I know. but you know I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with Seattle. I like Seattle to win this game. We've okay. talked all year long. Mm-hmm. Them and Denver are the two best teams, so I don't see why that should change yeah. now. San San Fran, um, I think they need to be a little worried, only in the sense that they've had a couple weeks this year where their offense just forgets to show up. Yeah, and that can that's pretty easy to do against Seattle, and you can't you can't show up for the NFC Championship and score six points and go home and. You're like, man, I know, dude, is the game tomorrow or we just forgot to show up or yeah. what? So I like Seattle to win. Okay. Let's go 20 to 17. So they're not going to cover the three and a half. Is, is that what we just, yeah, the, exactly. line, the right. line's at yep. three and a half so right now? So you got it staying at, at, at 37. So 37, so it's going to stay under and we'll go 20 to seven or 2017 or I'll go 20. Yeah, 2017. Sounds good to me. I mean, because I was, I was thinking 2016 if I just want Seattle to cover, but. So I'll, I'll stay twenty. I mean, here's not. what's funny: it's the I'm I'm battling myself internally right now because I, am, I mean that's why I was talking. I'm thinking, I'm just it's tough stalling. because I mean Seattle doesn't lose doesn't lose mm-hmm. at home, but then there's the coup get up factor, and They're, they won't. I but the and then Kaepernick just seems like a guy. I mean, my gut's telling me right now to not just take because I was going to say Seattle's going, and I think I'm going to I think I'm going to say something like seventeen fourteen. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to punch that ticket yet. Mm-hmm. But just something tells me. 
The last thing Seattle wants is a close game with Kaepernick with the ball at the end, man. That guy's going to ro- literally march him, march them down into yeah, the end zone. Yeah, maybe it's 17 16. And, and it Bolden, goes to, dude. It goes to 19 17. They win. Oh, San my God. Like, I, I would be kind of scared if or I was 24 20. There's something I, I don't know. I, and I don't see any weird, like, you know, Cam Newton esque swagger that's over no. for, for Wilson. He just gets and, it done. And, and boy, you know, Lynch can just punch that ball in. So. Well, I'm, yeah, it's so tough. This is a tough game. But I think we talked about it earlier, and mm-hmm. the reason I don't think Seattle will cook it up is they are the complete package, yeah. and they can cover. You know, if the offense isn't getting it done, well, the defense is there. They have the special teams, the running. They they can run it. They can pass it. They can do the, you know, the option read. Yeah. They just have so many different ways that they can beat you, and it does seem like they they are, they're just the complete package, and right. I like them to win. Well, then I will just – I'm going to stick then with what I originally was going to say. I'm going to say Seattle's going to win. I'm going to just dim it down one point on each side for a weird field goal type game with mm-hmm. like maybe some some weirdness. So I'm going to say 19-16 Seattle. Mm-hmm. But if it's one thing we're agreeing on, it's going to be a defensive struggle. Right. I mean, we hopefully some offense in the Denver game because I really like the over in that one. And I'm just going to expect a really hard-nosed NFC old-school game with two teams that – I mean, San Francisco – Obviously, they dominated. They were the dynasty team of the 80s, you know, and then Steve Young got one in the 95 season. But really, and then they finally got back last year. Seattle's a new kid on the block, and they're really showing up like what all the best virtues of a football team. They have it all. Like you said, complete package. Which one of these teams do you think has a better chance if they face Denver in the Super Bowl? You know, either either way, both of these teams are pretty awesome because mm-hmm. if if Kaepernick gets there, you're going to say he's ready. He right. he was mad about last year, and there's no light going out. Hopefully, in the Super Bowl, and he, and he just seems very showtime to me. You know, he just likes to show up, and he's, he's he does. Kinda, we were talking with the NBA earlier. He they just kind of like to put on a show, and they'll do whatever they have to do to win. I know that's the best thing about this game. I mean, this has a chance. The, the first one, I just don't like the Patriots, so I just ugh, right. they yuck it up. But these two young quarterbacks. Plus, Marshawn Lynch, this guy is what starting to look like a Hall of Fame career if he just keeps chugging along. I mean, mm-hmm. he's historic already for that New Orleans beast mode run. And now, I mean, he, he had two touchdowns last week. He, he went like for like 38 yards for that second one to make it 23-8, to eight, I think it was. And my goodness, I mean, just Marshawn Lynch is the man. I mean, that is a that is a real man back there. And that's how you want to win a playoff game is you just give it to the running back and let him pound ahead. So this is going to be a good one. Yeah, I mean, I think I already know the answer, but which one of the top-seeded teams do you think has a better chance of going down? I'm, I'm assuming you're going to say Seattle, but... That's what's so hard. I mean, th- this really is funny. I, Denver seems like they there's something that might they seep into their head and say crap it's happening we have it all here i i don't know and i'm not customarily a denver broncos fan but i do want to see peyton manning succeed i do want to see him get to the super bowl and play that game i just want to see him in the super bowl i he you know he's Mm -hmm. he's a he's he, he can just be turned into a bronze statue right now it's and Brady, all respect to him. Of course, he's this guy's first bat. These are for Hall of Fame, but Manning is like one of the best quarterbacks just ever, ever. And I'm not saying Brady's not. He's one of the best quarterbacks ever. But Manning just runs the game like I've never seen a quarterback run a game. Yeah, and you were talking about Cougar up, but I think that's more on Denver too. I think they have more to lose. They got guys getting older. Yes, things are kind of you know 
Yeah. If, if the, is this it for? Well, Manning's the linchpin. If if anything would ever happen, it's the same with Brady. But if anything ever happens to Manning, you're you have no shot at any at anything. Manning right. is like having an Obi Wan Kenobi back there, mm-hmm. and that's the beauty. And so how do you prepare for a guy like Manning? You, you can't because he's gonna watch. So this is really, really the best Final Four, and these aren't teams in my life that I've enjoyed that much. I mean, I guess Seattle's always been kind of cool, but San Francisco they won too much in the '80s, and then you know Denver had those two John. Elway uh, Super Bowls in a row and then uh, New England just it makes me feel gross you know so it's like then now we have the new kid in the block Seattle but look at all these great quarterbacks coming together for one weekend so it, it's a really really good thing I mean it, there's not there's no surprises here for the teams that we have playing I'm, so. I'm rooting you know lines aside I'm rooting San Fran and Denver I'm, I'm hoping for a Broncos 49ers Super Bowl yeah it's funny because it in my in my youth as as an old man here sitting here, I remember the day that John Elway had to play. The game was in the New Orleans Superdome, and uh, it was it was I believe the nineteen eighty nine Super Bowl, and it was one of those ga- one of those games where you're saying it's indoors. It's weird, you know, because you're used to Denver getting it muddy outside. And Joe Montana just came out and had Jerry Rice, boom, touchdown, boom, touchdown, boom, touchdown. The ending was 55-10, and that just showed wow. you how good Joe Montana was. <laughs> Roger Craig, I mean, it just wasn't even a, it wasn't even fun to watch. You're like, dude, Joe Montana is it. And so the, these four teams are very evenly matched. So no matter what Super Bowl combo we get, we're not getting a 55-10 Super Bowl out of you, this you one. You think any game this weekend goes is a huge blowout or... If if Seattle can get on, I think if there's a chance that mm-hmm. that if Kaepernick somehow I've never seen him get rattled, but if if it's possible that that like the 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 swarm of the crowd gets to him, you know the twelfth man would take the flag. That maybe the, that Seattle could crush them like a Monday night game, but I don't. He, he just it. seems too Jameis Winston like, for lack of a better term. Yeah, like, yeah. When we watched the NCA or the, the BCS, BCS yeah. national championship, when he fumbled, it did seem oh man, Uh-oh. this dude's not invincible, and he came right back and got a touchdown. And he I think did it. and I think Kaepernick's pretty similar to that. Maybe Seattle's defense is too much to overcome. So if they get down thirteen nothing, fourteen nothing, even ten nothing, yep. maybe you start to go, uh oh, this isn't good for right. San Fran. And but when you have a running game, you can run that clock it out. It seems so. like he gets bigger the bigger the moment gets. So. Yeah, I'm gonna be interested to see if and when he decides to start scrambling because that's when we know he like, has to right from the start. They have to go to him and mm-hmm. just they have to let him win the game for San. Yeah, Fran. and I mean, I haven't mentioned Frank Gore. He's just a, one of the most top notch running backs you could have, and they keep you know giving accolades to him about he was so tough at the University of Miami. He's no one seen a tougher back. I mean, he put on a move at the end of last game where he juked the Carolina guys in the middle and went for like 30, 40 yards. You're like, dang, that dude is good too. So what you're saying the coaches should do is when San Fran's on offense, put Marshawn Lynch at middle linebacker and let the two <laughs> just, just train wreck into each other. <laughs> Man. There's your earthquake in Seattle it's, right there when those two hit each other. It's funny that, I mean, these these are some evenly matched teams. I'm excited. You know, we've talked ourselves into, I'm just excited yeah now yeah for it's gonna let's, be good let's get so, to it cool well that was walk the line episode 17 as i told ryan i said we're almost legal baby episode 17 so we're we're getting there we're 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 maturing as a radio show as a radio programming here at impact 89 fm so um my name is dan crier and that's ryan smith ryan would you like to leave us with any parting words here have a good weekend and enjoy some football everybody yeah, I, I second that, and um, you know we're we're having fun here as always. So uh, thank you, Michigan State. Thank you, Impact Sports, and uh, you know everybody enjoy the games, and we'll we'll get uh, we'll have a two week uh, after this weekend. We're gonna you know have a couple.
couple weeks to let the Super Bowl swirl. So, you know, when we get that Super Bowl show, and we're going to get all the props. We're going to talk about the who's got one catch, 0.5 catches, or Ammon. Who wins like, the coin toss. Yeah, we'll do all, all of gonna, them. We'll go through all of them. The, we're going to go through the, the national anthem time. I'm going to be like, Ryan, no, no. She sings a little slow. She's going to hold that last note. It's 133. Ryan's going to go, I like the over on Brave. the thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, will Bruno Mars slip? I don't know. Like, will will, will the chili peppers play? Will the, will, you know. Who's taking their shirt off first? <laughs> so, yes, it's a, it's a fun time of year for sure. So I'm going to do the squeak here with the mic, and I'm going to play this out here. So uh, for Ryan Smith, I'm Dan Cryer. I hope you guys have a good week. And here we go. Dan and Ryan, you just listen to Walk the Line. A peace. See you later, everybody.